0: Welcome everybody to another episode of the CrossFit Bath podcast and this week we have a special visitor from Dutchy CrossFit, Maisie Fuller. Uh, Maisie, how are you?
1: I'm very well, thank you. How are you?
0: I'm also pretty good. Very early start of training, which anyone who knows me knows at the time I like to train is 8pm, so 5am <laughs> was probably a mistake and we will find out how big a mistake it was during the course of this podcast. <laughs> when I fall asleep halfway through, <laughs> wake me up. Amazing. We've never spoken before this. And the way I came across you was actually through one of your posts that was shared on the CrossFit UK Instagram page. Yeah, We will get to that. But as you know, before any uh, strenuous activity, it's very important that we warm up. Podcasting, okay. of course, is no different. So I have a few nice, easy warm up questions for you. Uh, and then we'll move into this uh, main topic. So the first question I have to ask all my guests is peanut butter, crunchy or smooth? Oh,
1: I don't actually like peanut butter. Can that be an
0: answer? You know, some some time ago I'd have said, oh, I've not heard, like no one's said that yet, (laughs) but we have actually had a little run on I don't like peanut butter. So I'm gonna have to amend the question soon, I think, which is gonna be crunchy, smooth, or you don't like peanut butter. (laughs) yeah yeah that can be your answer don't like the okay. uh, another couple of multiple choices for you uh, squat or deadlift
1: oh deadlift 100% yeah
0: clean or snatch
1: um clean um, I think I'm
0: I'm building a profile I'm building a, <laughs> a profile of you now now obviously at the moment we can't travel which is uh, very frustrating for everyone do you have a dream travel destination
1: I've been to Sweden a couple of times I would love to go back yeah any kind of Scandinavian country yeah I'm gonna say Sweden again
0: what's really funny is that I've already said I've never spoken to you before I have no reason to have picked any country in my mind yet as soon as you said that I was like that's unexpected why why would that be unexpected I you could have said (laughs) any country I don't know you at all Sweden (laughs) I love the answer it's brilliant this is my final question and this question I ask all first time guests on the podcast and that is when they eventually make the movie of your life who are you choosing to play you
1: oh wow <laughs> i have no idea i'm not really a film right just think of any actress
0: see what i like is you think you're not a film person you've already decided it's going to be an actress oh. we, we've had we've had other people that have gone you know we've had uh people pick a member of the gym because they think they do a pretty good oh. impression of them we've had people pick CrossFit Games athletes we've had okay. a variety of actors living and dead you know the board is very open here you can okay. really pick whoever you want but
1: okay the first one that's just popped into my head is Scarlett Johansson is that she plays quite yeah we'll go her you go mm-hmm. her
0: yeah okay coach Emma Dean you also pick Scarlett Johansson so uh huh? well, she's gonna play two roles why not but <laughs> Busy but woman. I always think it's nice because as this is primarily an audio format, now the whole time everyone can just picture Scarlett Johansson in the head as you're speaking. And, uh, you know, it'll give them whether or not it's an accurate image of what you look like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they don't know, do they? But at least now, at least now they have something to picture. Maisie, are you feeling warmed up?
1: I am, yes. Yeah, thank you.
0: That's good. They were probably the hardest questions you will have all podcast. So <laughs> okay. yeah. if you got through the warm up. <laughs> The, the, the main word is nothing, right? That's what they always say. Yeah. If you can get through the warm up, yeah, the actual word, that's the easy part. <laughs> Something like that. Pretty sure that's the common phrase. So we already mentioned that uh, a, a post you'd put up on your Instagram was shared with uh, CrossFit UK. Yep. Do you know the posts that I'm talking about?
1: I do. Yes. Yeah.
0: Maybe if the people listening to this don't know, what was it then about that post that maybe piqued their interest and perhaps mine and why i thought maybe your story might be quite interesting for people at home to hear
1: so i posted kind of a side-by-side picture of myself um one year into my crossfit journey and just sort of the transformation that i've been on
0: and how much of a transformation was that because i think a lot of people do that i and this kind of goes into why i thought it would be nice to have a discussion about it is because particularly in the last couple of episodes of the of the podcast uh it came up quite often how people stuck at crossfit because of seeing results mm-hmm. and that's sort of one of the things that kind of kept them going was they saw results your results quite impressive
1: oh thank you <laughs> yeah so and like physically there's obviously been a huge change in my body I've lost weight um my whole kind of body shape has changed but also I think that like just mentally as well the the transformation from where I was a year ago to where I am now yeah it's it's crazy if I think back
0: and I think an interesting thing is that you. So after I'd seen that, and and then you posted up a, another thing that I thought, okay, this is another reason why we really need to speak about this, because you put up a post about how you know everybody sees the kind of before and after, and yeah. what nobody sees is all the bit in the middle, like all the steps that got you from from A to B, really. And because I think you lost what thirty kilos, was it? Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a, a little bit. Like it's very impressive, and especially because when we talk about seeing results and sticking with crossfit because you see results for the majority of us that's because we started doing crossfit in a box without kind of well let's put it simply without a global pandemic at the same time <laughs> uh, and a lot of us have been lamenting the fact that going back you know especially coming out of this lockdown we're like oh I'm going out and i've going to have gained 30 kilos not lost it so i think the fact that you were able to kind of get into crossfit and really do it to the degree that you actually were seeing tangible results, both physically and mentally, and all of that during multiple lockdowns, I, I just feel like you know. I mean, that's why they're making the movie, right? That's why Scarlett's coming along.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I suppose we should start at the beginning. That's usually a good place to start. Mm-hmm. How did you first find CrossFit?
1: I, to be honest, it was completely by accident. Um, so I. Joined a commercial gym I think in August 2019. I had already like started to put on weight and I thought right I need to do something about this so I joined a yeah just a commercial gym like in my town and did like an induction and the instructor gave me a plan to work with for four weeks and every time I went there I only went there a couple of times every time I went there I'd just kind of sit in my car and try and build myself up To go in, and part of the warm up was to just kind of walk on the treadmill. Like I I wouldn't have even been able to run, but just walk on the treadmill. And I went in this particular day, and there was an older guy running on the treadmill next to me. And I was there walking, and he looked over and he said, You'll never lose weight if you go at that speed. And I literally felt like I'd been just like punched in the chest, that it was just, it kind of just confirmed everything that I felt about myself. So I never went back. And then um, I just spent months, I think, like just gaining more weight. And then it kind of got to Christmas and I'd noticed Dutchy CrossFit on Instagram and I started following them um, and I started like watching their stories and stuff. But I had no idea what CrossFit was. I just thought it was a gym that just did things a bit differently. Like I just I had no, like I said, I had no idea. And yes, yeah, so I started following them. And then after Christmas, I noticed that they had they were like advertising for a beginner's class and by this point I was at my heaviest and I just thought like I I really need to do something so I messaged and I said I'm interested and yeah that's sort of how so there was no kind of searching for CrossFit boxes near my in my local area or anything like that it literally just came up as a recommendation on my Instagram and I started following them for months never kind of had the courage to reach out to them until I saw this beginner's class
0: advertised how was your so i mean you've shared kind of your experience going to a, a commercial gym where yeah I, and i guess that that thing of them giving you a program because I, like I, you couldn't imagine in a crossfit gym someone being able to turn around and sort of say something like that to you like this person on the mm-hmm. treadmill because the coaches are there they're encouraging everybody is kind of supporting one another it's that mm-hmm. whole community vibe uh, yeah. versus sort of yes we'll pay a bit of attention to you day 1 write you out a little list of things to do and try and remember your name when you come in one of the yeah. times i'm working so that was that's kind of the, the typical you know global gym experience how did you find it then going in for this sort of uh beginners class and just getting into crossfit especially as you were sort of saying you were at your your heaviest and you you know you you were like I don't think I could have run or or anything like that so what was I mean you must have been if you were sitting for 20 minutes in your car before going into the gym to walk on a treadmill Mm -hmm. how were you feeling in the car before going in for the beginners class of this crazy gym that were doing all these really weird things
1: (laughs) yeah um I think I I spent months and months kind of watching because I just never I didn't have like the confidence and I, and I thought that I'm, I'm going to be the slowest person in the room. I'm going to be the biggest person in the I mean I'm not going to be able to do like so many of the exercises. And again, like when I got there, so Dutchie isn't in the town where I live. And so I got there early and I sat in the car park and I could literally hear the music and the atmosphere like coming out of the building. And I was like, what is this? And then um, the first thing that I just straight away kind of put me at ease is somebody opened the door for me and was like hi you must be one of our new beginners just straight away and I just thought wow like okay this is different and like you said just that community feel it's just yeah just incredible like I remember the first time I did a handstand it took me like the whole session like class to have the confidence to kick up onto the wall and when I did the whole room just like erupted and I remember just going out into my car and of my sister and being like what is this place like this is incredible like I've never met people who just genuinely want you to do well like are really kind of supporting you um I've, I've never experienced that
0: it's that that kind of thing as well we I've spoken about it before with people where it's like a victory is a victory and it doesn't mm-hmm. really matter it's not like scaled to oh no you need to PR a lift at least this heavy for it to for you know for you to get a cheer." It's yeah. like, oh, you, you've just walked the whole length of the gym on your hands. That's incredible. Well done. PR, everybody's cheering. You've kicked up into a handstand against the wall for the first time ever. The cheer is just as loud, if not louder.
1: Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and
0: it's always, I think it's like, you know, the person that's kind of the first time they ever do an air squat below parallel gets as big a cheer as somebody who's just PR'd their back squat by putting all the plates of the gym on the bar. <laughs> yeah. And and that is I I think not only is that really encouraging, but that's where you you quite often hear that figure of people being like, Oh, I need to get fit to do CrossFit. Mm -hmm. I need to lose some weight so I can start CrossFit. And it's like, well, no, you you need to start CrossFit so you can get fit. Like that's, it doesn't work the other way around. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I mean, I I get, you know, I don't want to keep knocking this other gym. It's probably a very nice gym. (laughs) Just (laughs) one crazy old man, but it's like, that's night and day, isn't it? Somebody who's Mm -hmm. sort of saying something, even if, In their mind, maybe it was you know maybe they were giving you good advice and and you know maybe it's true that if you had just been walking at that pace all the time you wouldn't see results. Yeah. But there's there's a way to say things, right?
1: Yeah, Uh, yeah, definitely. And sort
0: of that versus having a team of people cheering you on, Mm -hmm. it's understandable why a lot of people either keep their gym membership but just never go, yeah, stop their gym membership and don't go somewhere else versus you know the retention rate at CrossFit boxes is just so much higher because there is that kind of community spirit that is just cheering everyone on. It, it's interesting because you mentioned kicking up into a handstand uh, and I saw a few of like the videos of because you, you didn't just sort of, you've not like put your toe into CrossFit. <laughs> I feel like you've really gone all in on, on CrossFit. Am, am I wrong?
1: Um, I, I, yeah, I've, I've definitely kind of committed and yeah, trying my hardest. <laughs> I've tried my hardest this year yeah
0: yeah so what uh I, I mean apart from obviously the you know the weight loss and you, you're saying sort of like mentally you feel almost like a different person why, why is that I suppose I should because I, I think the weight loss is obvious why that happens although I have more questions for that in a bit but what is it then mentally that you feel has sort of changed
1: um I think just like obviously um on a day-to-day basis I feel like my mind is kind of sharper and I just feel more healthy within myself. I joined Dutchie and I kind of was like, right, I want to lose two stone. Um, I, you know, I want, I want to kind of look this certain way. Um, And then the more I kind of got into it, the less it was about how much weight I lost. That was kind of like a byproduct of what I was achieving. And all of a sudden it became far less about the weight I was losing and more about like can I go and achieve this can I do this um and I I just yeah I suppose I feel stronger I feel more body confident like I've always really really struggled with like body image um and the way I look and for the first time I kind of think actually like it's yeah like my body has changed in a way that I could have never imagined and so like mentally I think that's just yeah and
0: I suppose it's as well, like I'm, I'm guessing, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it's like when you think about being kind of body positive people, obviously, you know, immediately that is an assumption of like the way I look. So oh, my body looks nice now, so I'm happy, but actually I think as well, the knowing what your body can do now. So like, it's not just, oh, my body looks better than it did before, but yeah. I can also use my body in ways that I, maybe never imagined you know probably you're talking about you got that that handstand I don't you know I don't know if going into starting CrossFit you were thinking oh yeah I look forward to being able to do a handstand or if that was just yeah. you know something that wasn't even in the in the realm of thought at the time
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely it was like I am gonna do this as a way of losing weight it was never about yeah handstands or Deadlifts or rope climbs or any of that. It was literally just right. I'm going to go in here and I'm going to do my classes and I'm going to lose weight. And then very, very quickly, it just became like, wow, this is incredible. Like, this is like a playground for adults. Like, this is amazing.
0: And I guess that leads back to like your change of kind of the weight loss being a byproduct because it's the goal isn't, oh, I need to lose X amount of weight. It's oh, I want to do a pull up, I want to do a yeah. rope climb, I want to do this And obviously, well, yeah, losing weight is going to make it easier for me to achieve this goal, but also working towards this goal is going to mean I lose weight. It's it's kind of, the, I don't know if that counts as chicken and egg scenario, but it's that kind of thing, right? Where, yeah, yeah, you know, the yeah. the two are, you know, it's basically the same thing, but it's where your focus is. And mm-hmm. it's probably a lot more positive a focus to be like, well, I want to be able to perform this and perform that and, and achieve these goals versus I just care about a number that
1: yeah that yeah. is...
0: Kind of immaterial at the end of the day because you know um, we all know, you know muscle weighs more than fat and you can put on weight but actually slim down. There's you know <laughs> there's yeah, all of that.
1: But then yeah, saying that, do you know what I mean, I feel nicer within my and I'm not saying because obviously the whole body positivity movement is about you know um, being positive whatever shape you are and I completely agree with that. But for me personally. I feel so much better you know the the size that I am now so yeah I suppose appearance does come down to it for me as well as well as performance
0: I would imagine at least 90% of the people listening to this are probably on the same page (laughs) yeah yeah I I would say 99 but you know there's always going to be a few outliers aren't there (laughs) all of this as I said I think is really like it's incredible very impressive you know well done you how did you do all of this during a pandemic that's that's the bit I keep coming back to because I mean, how long had you been doing CrossFit before the first lockdown?
1: Um, five weeks. so Yeah.
0: And you didn't view that as like, well, there's clearly a sign from above that I shouldn't <laughs> be doing CrossFit. Because- well, this
1: is what I thought. And again, like, because my, I, I really knew nothing about CrossFit. I just thought right, Boris has made his announcement. The gyms have got to close and that's that. Like, and I just expected our box to say you know that we've we've closed and we'll let you know when we reopen and and the night the announcement was made our coach um, put out you know that uh, you can borrow equipment from the box and he's going to do program workouts and things so um yeah I was like okay so I went and picked up uh I think that all that was left was like a man, men's barbell so a 20k barbell one 10k plate and then I had like a wall ball which I'd never used I don't think an ab mat what else I want like these really old-fashioned like dumbbells that so you could unscrew like, the different weights on and yeah so if a fight like obviously I'd I'd just been doing it for five weeks. So for a lot, like was technique, I'd just been using a stick. So that all of a sudden I had this 20K bowel bowel that I literally just was like, okay, I have no idea what to do with all of this stuff. And there were definitely times where I thought, okay, this I'm not going to be able to do this. Like, what is the difference this time? Like, I've never been able to stick to an exercise programme or healthy eating. So what's changed? Because all of a sudden my world has just been turned upside down, just like everybody else is. So what is going to make me stick to this and I think it was like our online community every single day like people were supporting each other posting videos of themselves working out and that's really for me why I started posting on Instagram and it's really like a journey of my year when I look back which is really nice to look back at now but at the time it was just to kind of make myself accountable that to work out every day that that was literally the only reason I never thought that I would kind of stick to it initially
0: I think I'm on record as saying like very often that that is probably the only reason I still do CrossFit is because other people make me, And (laughs) you know, knowing that if I don't turn up to the eight o'clock class, they're going to message me. They're going to want to know where I was or even more so if the workout is something that I hate. Like, you know, I mean, you mentioned you had a wall ball at home. I think my, my only joy that has come out of this lockdown is that I haven't had to do a wall ball. (laughs) A year, which is great. I hate war balls, but it means that if there are war balls programmed in a workout, I can guarantee somebody is messaging me that day to be like, "Have you seen there's war balls? Better be there. Don't chicken out." And and that does, you know, it, it does motivate you to be like, "Yeah, I am going to go. I am going to." I was going to say, "I'm going to crush it." I'm not going to crush it. It's going to crush me, but I'll be there.
1: I'll be there. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah,
0: Starting CrossFit because one of the beautiful things about CrossFit is how it incorporates so many elements of fitness with gymnastics and the Olympic lifting and strength work and and all of that but that does mean there's quite a lot of movements to learn yeah which is you know one of the great things about going to a CrossFit class and having (laughs) a coach who will take you through the movements Mm -hmm. how did you find having to like learn all of that kind of on your own then having only had five weeks to sort of learn the basics and then start applying that at home
1: yes yeah, I suppose that's where I've kind of I've like moved on over the course of the year like I've there's lots of things that I'm really proud of that I've achieved but there's also lots of things that I just did I've not had those foundations because I've not really been in a box for more than like a few weeks and then another lockdown and and so um things like snatch and stuff I just haven't got the technique there um, so I just avoid like <laughs> just like your warbles I'm like oh snap oh okay okay I need I, I think I need to go um yeah so it was difficult and I think I, I, I must have spent so much of my time in that first lockdown just googling like acronyms and CrossFit movements and um and things but my coach is amazing so it, we would either do online classes or like I, I remember sending him videos and being like is my depth okay? Or you know, am I doing this right? But it isn't the same as somebody stood next to you saying, "I'd just tweak this a little bit." So yeah, it was difficult, and it's been a learning <laughs> process.
0: Because I think even when gyms, like we've we've spoken about it on the podcast, that, that how much more challenging it's been for coaches going back after the lockdown. Because yes, the gyms could reopen, but you know, it was it was always very easy to be like, no, that, that's not quite right. And then just put a hand on your shoulder or a hand mm-hmm. on your knee or like, just like that, that's what I mean. And they can just move you that little bit and then you're in the position. You're like, ah, okay, I get it. Yeah. And now, well, they can't do that. So it has to be, you know, verb No, you've got to put no back, no, no, back. And it's sort of that, it's all verbal. It's all, we can see what they do. Then we have, they can tell us what we should be doing. Mm-hmm. And they've sort of lost that ability to just push you into the right position. And and again for you, you've kind of never had that anyway because you you just had that short period of time. Yeah. Then it's like you know we we were doing a lot of Zoom workouts here as well, which is mm-hmm. great, and it's good to you definitely go harder in a Zoom workout than you do just doing the workout at home on your own. But at the same time, when the coach can see like a bit of your torso <laughs> every every few reps, it's very hard for them to give proper mm-hmm. feedback on on movement standards and and technique because you know, you disappear off the screen for 20 minutes and then come back having thrown some water on your head and pretended that you did the <laughs> workout. So it, it's, yeah. it's, it is challenging. Um, I've not done many of the Zoom workouts in lockdown free. That's my own fault. My, it's my own problem. Don't worry about that. But, <laughs> but it is, I, I remember when we first could start training again outside. Yeah. So we, we started doing classes of six in the, in the football stadium. And like the first workout, you just realized how easy you had been going at home because we all died we just all (laughs) pushed far too hard because we were together again and it was like oh you know I can't let him run faster than me that's not possible so you're kind of Mm -hmm. pushing each other and then you get to the end you're like oh I've not been training properly during this lockdown which is why I'm so amazed that you were able to achieve so much considering that that's been your experience throughout like of all of CrossFit
1: yeah 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 I mean I've I've definitely kind of learned and like the first lockdown I built a bar in my garden because I was like right, I'm gonna, like I just I think I went in a bit naively actually I was like right I'm going to do like a pull up and stuff I couldn't even do a pull up with like two thick bands at Dutchy. so I didn't know why all of a sudden during lockdown I'd be able to like lift my body weight but um I yeah I built a bar and I bought bands and I was like practicing and handstands as well like I at, Absolutely, it just became like therapy for me doing handstands in lockdown because when we had when we were under the really strict restrictions and you know you couldn't drive and um, I'm really fortunate that I live in Cornwall and I there are like beautiful areas on my doorstep. Handstands just became that kind of thing that if I was trained like if a workout was too much um because obviously it was still very early days I'd, I'd do like handstands and then I was like right I'm gonna learn how to handstand walk again like. I don't know what I was thinking. Um, And so in May, I'd started doing handstands and trying to like take one foot off the wall and um, like find my point of balance and that kind of thing. And then in May, I tried to handstand walk and I like propelled my body forward, but my elbow's dead in the same place and I broke my elbow. And and then that was it. I was like, oh my gosh, like, is this a sign? But like you said, not long after that, 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 I suppose that for me was a point where I just thought actually like I actually did message my coach and I said thanks very much but actually CrossFit just I don't think I, I, I'm not sure like how I'm going to be able to do it anymore like because so many movements use your arms and I think two days after I broke my elbow um, I ordered it wasn't like a weighted vest because I couldn't afford one like the price of gym equipment just like went through the roof um, but I ordered like a security vest which has like padding in So I took the padding out and got some like play sand and and filled up like 10 kilo bags and was running up and down my stairs like 20 times a day and going on my indoor bike. But I was just like this, I I don't know what to do. So, um, but like you said, then it became that where you could have like one-to-one PTs outside and my coach said, look, let's do some legwork outside. And yeah, so yeah, it's definitely been a a journey. (laughs)
0: I feel like we're all building a profile here because, (laughs) and I'm not sure what to pick apart first I think it's interesting that your coach probably was like look you better come and do some one-on-one because I can't risk leaving you on your own because you're breaking your your elbow doing a handstand walk like this you are you're quite literally walking before you can stand this is this is a problem Mm -hmm. Uh, and I I love the amount of DIY we've had so far that you built a bar in your garden, you've, yeah. you've manufactured your own weighted vest. <laughs> like, this is that was one of the great things of, of lockdown one, were because um, we initially couldn't get equipment at the very beginning uh, from the mm-hmm. box. So it was just watching how inventive people were like, okay, you need to use something heavy for this workout. And then you've got somebody's like using a bird bath, and somebody else is using just some, you know, I've got all these jugs of, of, some liquid in my garage so I'm just going to throw that around and it was just interesting to see the kind of the creativity and, and desperation yeah. of crossfitters how they needed we need to lift heavy things so what have we got Are people yeah. throwing their dogs around and their kids yeah. around and
1: I kind of love that rawness though about it I love that that yeah that thinking outside the box quite literally um yeah I-
0: but i mean that's you know you go back to like the purpose of doing CrossFit in, and it's supposed to be functional fitness mm-hmm. so ideally it is so that you can lift that heavy piece of equipment or that heavy object that you have at home mm-hmm. and move it around or do what you need to do with it so it, you're actually just really fulfilling the destiny of CrossFit by saying well instead of me lifting this nicely balanced bar that's been designed to be <laughs> as as comfortable as possible I'll go and grab that really awkward heavy object over there and I'll start carrying that around and I can do that. And that's sort of, you know, ticking off that thing on your list of, Oh, good. I'm, I'm glad that CrossFit has prepared me to be able to do this. Yeah. I have yeah. no need to do this, but I am prepared <laughs> to do it, which is yeah, exactly. which is a win. One of the things that, you know, again puts CrossFit kind of say sets CrossFit apart, I suppose from your global gym is you know you went in and you were given your your little program of this is what you need to do every time that you come here mm-hmm. um, and i've had those i know exactly what that looks like <laughs> and i imagine it was almost identical obviously crossfit we fo- you know they focus a lot more on the whole kind of all the elements of fitness including nutrition and sleep and, and all of this so was that something then that you were helped with as well from the box and through your kind of journey or you know I, again it all happening in lockdown makes things very awkward but I don't know if you found that that was something that aided your experience
1: yeah definitely and, I, and I, I'm, I'm guilty you know of in the past trying these try quick fixes you know the seven day plans or the starve yourself for however long and you know that's that is me you know I will buy into anything that or any kind of diet like that and um, again just that reinforcement from my coach No, you you need to eat correctly and you need to eat enough as well and just that constant encouragement then I suppose because I think there's always that fear and there's always that wanting to do it quickly of like oh yeah I'm losing weight so let's just speed up the process by not eating enough calories but actually yeah from day one my coach has been kind of very not strict but very like th- this is kind of what you need to do to achieve in order to achieve this otherwise you're just not going to be strong enough you'll you'll feel rubbish um and yeah you'll, you'll just end up injuring yourself so I've I've definitely learned a lot about nutrition over the last year and about eating well
0: it's interesting what you say there's like eating enough because I it's yeah. that classic of like well I'll hold on I need to lose weight yeah so I shouldn't eat more and and then we sort of almost self-medicated. We're like, well, I, I'm pretty sure I, I understand how this whole calorie thing works. So I know if I eat less and I'm still burning more then uh, and obviously the coach who has experience and, and knows that will actually, you're not going to be burning more because you're not going to have fueled your body efficiently to, to actually do what it needs to do to to function that will then help you to lose the weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and it's kind of like, you know, getting some medicine from the doctor and then just being like well hold on if i take twice as much then i'll get better twice as quick right? <laughs> yeah. like we just we wouldn't do that because yeah, like, exactly. well, they're the professional i'm pretty sure they know what they're doing yet people just google a quick fix and we'll mm-hmm. do you know oh and it is that amazing thing that when you take a step back and look at things logically you're like well if it was that easy everyone would have the perfect ideal body because mm-hmm. why not it's so easy yeah. right yeah. the fact that it is Hard work, a long process. It takes Mm -hmm. time. Uh, You know, now we're looking back at it and saying, "Wow, look, a year has passed, and look what you've achieved." But a year is a long time. Yeah. Day day in, day out, you're not seeing. And actually, like you're saying, it's nice you can look back and see your initial posts and your initial videos because one of the things when you know when we do change, because it's so gradual. It, it kind of we don't notice it until mm-hmm. we look back and see this is what it was like six months ago and then you're like oh wow actually it's it kind of you, you you're noticing it but because it's just every day that little change yeah it's usually somebody else isn't it that points it out mm-hmm. and says you look different like you uh, I know that when I started training I used to train always at, at half 10 uh, and then I moved to the eight o'clock class for a long time and now and again I drop in at the ten thirty class and it wasn't until I started doing that that people would sort of say you know, in the, like, two years I hadn't been there, mm-hmm. oh, wow, you've, you're know, you not the same person that used to come here when you first started, i just started CrossFit, so, of course, yeah. I was, I mean, I'm small now, I was even smaller then, so that's, <laughs> can you believe it, how are you feeling about, like, actually getting to experience, quote, unquote, proper CrossFit? I know,
1: I know, um, I'll probably, do you know what, I'll probably feel exactly how I felt, a year ago walking through those doors (laughs) those same kind of nerves. um I do think it's strange and I think and I obviously um through Instagram I follow a lot of people that have done CrossFit for like a number of years and they talk about missing competitions and I obviously I really miss the classes and like you said I always think you go harder when you're working out with people and the, the online classes are amazing but they're just not that same atmosphere yeah I don't I don't know I have I feel like I've experienced CrossFit but like has never yeah just a totally different level of CrossFit and I still feel like I'm a beginner in so many ways even though since the first lockdown they've had other beginner intakes at Dutchie. Um, but I still feel like a beginner it's really strange really strange um, yeah yeah that, that, that will be it. An-
0: an interesting <laughs> conversation when you all go back to the box and like no I'm a beginner hey you're not I'm, like, a
1: beginner. No, I'm a
0: beginner how long have you been doing it two months no I'm a beginner I've been doing it a year but I'm still a beginner like don't
1: yeah but
0: I kind of feel like we all I, again one of the great things about the variety within CrossFit is like you you can have somebody come in who is a you know a master at Olympic lifting Mm-hmm. but an absolute beginner at like any gymnastic movements and yeah. it's sort of it, it is that like almost leveling of the playing field that oh, yeah we all have elements that we're we're confident in and we're good at and then we're going to have things that we're going to sort of struggle with you've mentioned competitions is that something that interests you kind of at all or you think you know I I, I mean I, I as I said I feel like you're somebody who has just jumped in to the, <laughs> the CrossFit pool like yeah. head first and you are up for anything but is that like a goal you have of oh, I really want to throw down at a competition or is your goal or I'd quite like to watch other people throw down at a competition
1: <laughs> yeah again like watching videos I think just the atmosphere is amazing but then I'm also super rubbish under pressure always have been all through school mention the word exam or test or competition and I like just overthink it and I'm rubbish so never say never but like it it certainly isn't like a a motivation of mine I don't know I don't know talking to you I'm like yeah why not sign me up for anything I've signed up for the open
0: But that was absolutely (laughs) going to be my follow-up question (laughs) have you signed up for the open oh
1: Uh, yes yeah
0: uh, so I'm I I get you know we're recording this on Saturday it'll be out on Monday on Monday there will be kind of the latest updates on how things are progressing until now i live in the assumption that it is going to be a body weight no equipment (laughs) open for me uh, that i was absolutely not interested in doing but go back and listen to the episode with ollie where he talks me into doing the open and um but you see even with the open uh, and this is where it's been thrown in my face multiple times and actually is how he managed to convince me to do it this time so saying that i you know talking to me and you're like getting geared up for a competition (laughs) is absolutely wrong because I am notoriously on record as I do not compete Like I I'm you know why would I look at me why would I compete (laughs) but I but I do the open every year and Mm -hmm. that was sort of thrown in my when I said oh I, I don't compete I was told but you do the open but I very much do the open for the community kind of it, it, it is not like I, i've said it before like i could slip on a bucket of chalk i'm not redoing that workout like it's <laughs> one and done but you could get a better score okay. great like i don't care i'll do it for the you know and i'm a team captain for the open this year for one of our teams at the box so sorry guys but that's what i'm bringing to the table <laughs> that level of dedication but it is about the kind of the community thing and i and i feel as well that is the only thing that could kind of get me to compete would be more as some kind of big so we were going to do the Sid pairs online, uh, when that was going to be a thing, and then obviously all the gyms got closed and we couldn't yeah. do them. So th- there's been so many kind of it but I was actually going to sign up for that. Um, and not because Ollie made me, but <laughs> mostly because Ollie made me, but I was ready, I was ready for that, and that was going to be my first kind of quote unquote proper competition. Uh, But I just, it's not why I do CrossFit. I'm I'm not there to, I know how bad I am. I don't need it to be on a scoreboard and for everyone else to know how bad I am. I'm quite happy just to know know that myself and the people of the eight o'clock class could know.
1: (laughs) You're talking me out of it.
0: (laughs) But it's a lot of fun. A lot of people enjoy doing it. We have a lot of members at CrossFit Bath that are very good at CrossFit and therefore Mm. like competing. And we have others that like competing who are arguably not as good at CrossFit who are these different members i'm not naming names i'll let them choose for themselves <laughs> so do you have any other obviously the competition goal is one that kind of many set for themselves not everyone as as i've clearly demonstrated do you have any other kind of goals have you because you've obviously achieved what was i would say your primary goal for starting crossfit mm-hmm. uh, so you know tick that one off have you added a few extra goals onto your list then over the year
1: handstand walk is there it's not gone away um it did go it, for a little while was like you're crazy um but no handstand. Okay, walk. was
0: that during the period that your elbow was broken like, maybe
1: <laughs> it was and yeah and the, the first time I did a handstand against the wall again I was a bit like oh but yeah so I definitely want to learn how to handstand walk. I love gymnastics and I want to learn how to muscle up so I got my first strict pull up um Was it last week? So I did like, I I got keeping pull-ups like around Christmas time. And then I just, I did my first straight. So I was like, right, muscle up is next. (laughs) Even though I can do one (laughs) pull-up.
0: Which, I mean, I mean, you say this, but again, you're a beginner and you're a beginner (laughs) who has trained at home. So there are people listening to this that are like, I've been going to the box for three, four years and I still haven't got my pull-up. So, I mean, that's, but question for them is have they built a pull-up rig in their garden? because apparently that's the solution but I mean they're all they are I will say quite, quite the classic CrossFit goals aren't they it's like mm-hmm. pull up got that muscle up <laughs> yeah, that's the next pick. one you know yeah. handstands so it's like handstands, handstand ups, handstand walks mm-hmm. uh, I spent all of January doing a handstand program so I'm I'm with you on the handstands ah. I, yeah that's one of the benefits of being small and light <laughs> like... the gymnastic work crashed under a barbell or a wall ball but, <laughs> but body weight movements I'm okay <laughs> so uh,
1: yeah okay maybe that should be another one be more confident with the barbell because at the moment I just don't like deadlift I love deadlift but that's about it and back squat
0: see again I'm I'm I'm, a, I'm not gonna say I'm the opposite I also do love a deadlift and a uh, and a back squat but i also re- the th- that was probably the thing that surprised me the most about crossfit was how much i like olympic lifting
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and i and i've even said this before that kind of i think if i ever had s- stopped doing crossfit i would yeah. probably go down the kind of well, i'd still like to go and do olympic lifting because i mm-hmm. just uh, and i think again for me i mean again we've not met and you can literally only see my head so you don't know how small i am i <laughs> yeah, am yeah. probably you're probably thinking i'm <laughs> Some super time. I'm not that small, but i'm I'm one of the smaller athletes, athlete very loosely used there. But what I love about the Olympic lifting is how the technique is kind of not the ultimate equalizer, mm-hmm. but it does help. So if you've kind of yeah. got good mobility and you can you know drop into a squat efficiently and that means you don't have to pull the bar as high, what I love is that that does allow me to kind of get up near. <laughs> some of the bigger guys and you know, like, yeah. oh, I'm almost lifting as much as you. <laughs> so I really like that versus like a strict press where I'm doomed. So um,
1: <laughs> so confidence
0: under the barbell. I think that's a great goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah. so, yeah, I think you've got a really nice list of goals there. I've enjoyed our chat. I, I think it's been, been very interesting. I was just, I, I've said it, but I, I was just amazed that like, I have, I've, I feel If I hadn't started CrossFit a long time before the lockdown, Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have stuck with it during lockdown. I probably shouldn't say that. I might get fired. But I I, I definitely feel like, I think for so many of us, particularly this one, like the third one, it's just been kind of like constantly... you know I think when when the first lockdown happened we were all like oh zoom workouts that's different and you know yeah we can all do this and more Mm -hmm. time at home we're going to crush these workouts and you know and, and I wasn't working during the first lockdown hardly at all so I went from being on my feet all day you know outside and then in the evening doing a workout to being at home all day and maybe doing a zoom workout and I'll tell you what it's not the same (laughs) definitely not the same and then I think going into like the second and the third lockdown you just sort of kind of lose the the motivation a little bit which is why the open now coming up is going to be hopefully something that will recharge us all and sort of reignite that
1: definitely yeah yeah I'm with you on that one I feel like the third lockdown everyone's a bit flatter Uh, that just that like mental push to do something in the evening and obviously the weather is so different as well in that first lockdown we have beautiful weather every single day um, but yeah they're the open doing like past workouts and we've got at dutchy we've got like a mini open running um, so every week we kind of um, submit our own video and we're up again go- you know it's just that that challenge and that encouragement definitely makes the difference um, because yeah, I'm a little bit over the all the online. <laughs> everything is everything is online, isn't it? Um, online workouts and everything. But yeah, yeah, fingers crossed it won't be long.
0: I think it's just that we've literally moved like pretty much all aspects of our life online. <laughs> so if it was just like, oh, and you do your workouts online, you'd be kind of like, okay, well everything else is as was, but it's just mm-hmm. sort of another thing to do online. And yeah. Just, yeah, you know, yeah I gotta save my eyes. I can't be staring at a computer screen all the time. <laughs>
1: i know yeah
0: not good for me surely well thank you so much i hopefully one day in the future who knows we might actually get to drop into to dutchy crossfit or you might be able to drop in at bath but for now that's just a dream (laughs) (laughs) oh
1: thank you so much
0: well it's been a pleasure having you i hope that people listening have you know have been inspired let's let's say that let's say be inspired but I I just think it's a a great story Uh, story makes it sound really mean but it's a great experience that you've had I think it's it just goes to show that like one of the beautiful things about CrossFit is you don't need to be in a state-of-the-art facility Mm -hmm. to get results what you need is good coaches that can adapt and help you good workouts a good community behind you to encourage you and if you get all of those things in place and then you combine them with the, the sleep and the nutrition that your good coach is also telling you about, then then we see results. So yeah. probably should have put that at the very start of the podcast, but <laughs> hey, we'll have it at the end. So thank you again, Macy. Thank you everyone for listening. And we'll see you all next week.